to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hola! We're headed south of the border again to catch up with Heather and Jeff's further adventures in Mexico. But first, travel news, including Halloween fun at Walt Disney World, running with a pack on Universal's Velocicoaster, and Dan needs help planning his Disney adventure! Swim up to the bar and don't forget your sunscreen. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society! You've probably noticed that Heather and Jeff haven't been in the studio the last couple of weeks. That's because they've been out in the field, hard at work, running with a pack of genetically altered velociraptors, <laughs> and very, very thoroughly inspecting the very best offerings from AM Resorts in Mexico. Finally, they're back from their journey and ready to tell us all about it. But first, I was wondering, since you all were in Mexico, I was thinking about chili peppers. And as chili peppers get more terrifyingly hot, their creators give them increasingly intimidating names, like Carolina Reaper and some sort of scorpion ghost death pep or whatever um <laughs> devil's colonoscopy yeah you know in order Dang it. <laughs> stole my idea <laughs> uh in order to warn would-be eaters away from certain doom and painful toilet time in the very near future if the world's next hotter than hellfire pepper was named after you what would it be called white hotness oh <laughs> anthony nice. kiedis because <laughs> when you eat it and you go to the bathroom, you're going, Shama Lama, Hama Lama, Lama, California. Wow. Gosh. I don't know. Something like Heather's hellacious habanero anus. <laughs> oh, I love the alliteration that just stops at anus. <laughs> And so will you. Exactly. <laughs> is, is the pepper ring shaped or? Well, I mean, yeah. I, to name. I don't know because it's going to make your penis burn. Is it a brown pepper? <laughs> <laughs> That's appetizing. Well, Little speckles of red. You said it was supposed to sound intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not very intimidating. I was going to say it could be the the Michigan head scratcher. I've got Mm -hmm. this weird genetic thing where apparently there's a certain percentage of people where when you eat spicy food, your scalp gets itchy. No, you guys get that? No. No, just me. My cheeks get sweaty, but that's it. And my face gets sweaty too, but you know. (laughs) Yeah, I get sweaty too, but my head itches every time I eat something spicy. Weird. I've never heard of that. I've not heard of that one. Apparently I just have a just. A disorder or something. I, don't know. I had a roommate that could eat just hellfire itself, and it would not burn him. So he would go into these places and dare people to burn him. Wow! And they would concoct the most insane stuff. I couldn't even sit across from it. It was that hot, like it just burned my nose and eyes. And he'd be munching away. He'd sweat and get hot, but his mouth never hurt. 
he'd bleed from all of his orifices, but you know, like he'd be fine with it. So I like I like watching that show that where they interview celebrities, hot, hot ones, oh, yeah, yeah. yes, oh, yeah. but just while they're eating hot wings, and I love it when it's someone British. Oh, I can't cannot yeah. handle Gordon Ramsay. Have y'all seen that one? Yes. He cannot. He just spends the entire episode cussing. And then yeah, vomiting. Which is different than he normally is. <laughs> so out of character. <laughs> I like when they get incredibly honest when they get up to the hotter ones because they can't concentrate on. Yeah, they can't uh, lie. Yeah. Being guarded. <laughs> yeah. You ever kill a man, Gordon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get anything for milk. Anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He brought all of his own supplies. He had milk and bread and every yeah, one of those things juice, that they think he, he kept squirting lemon or lime juice in his mouth. He said that that yeah, would help. Spitting and half yeah. throwing up. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's a good episode. <laughs> Why did he agree to do this in the first place? When are we getting Guy Fieri in there? <laughs> hey, he could handle it. He was on he probably, there. He was you know, he'd probably eat every single one of them and give like really eloquent yeah. answers, really thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Give me a minute and I'll make my own donkey sauce right here in my pants. <laughs> Just sip a little donkey sauce in between each to take the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Well, on that note, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, some spooky news out of Walt Disney World. Spooky. Yes, that's right. We are in the throes of May, which means time for <laughs> Halloween. Woo! Um, actually, it's halfway to Halloween, so Disney used this as a... A time to announce uh, the new Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which will be taking the place of the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party for this year. Um, So this will be on select nights from August 10th, another very Halloween-y time of year, (laughs) to August August 31st. October 31st. Excuse me, October 31st. Thank you. I just looked at August again. Um, From 9 p.m. to midnight. And this will include Halloween-themed cavalcades, character sightings throughout the park, special performances by the Cadaver Dance, uh, decor, lighting, music, treat stops with plenty of candy, and so much more. So this is, uh, it's it's pretty cool that they're, you know, obviously they're not going to be able to do the not-so-scary Halloween party as we normally know it oh. with the fireworks and the parade. So this is a, a way, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a way to do sort of a, a, a smaller version of that. And uh, after hours events are always cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. So I'm, I'm actually going to be there at the end of August and we're, we're thinking about giving this a shot. Uh, They will uh, have tickets. Uh, Tickets are going to grant you admission to magic kingdom park as early as 7 PM without the need for a day park ticket or a Disney park pass theme park reservation, which Mm -hmm. is nice. A little different than the, the not so scary when you, you were always able to sneak in there around four. Yeah, the this has the the after hours hours, which are yeah. shorter than the normal holiday parties are usually. So, and they said tickets are going to go on sale next month, and there will be an early purchase window for guests of select Disney resorts. I love that they're no doing word that. on pricing yet. Nothing yet on on pricing or the exact dates they're going to have it. So. I'm going to guess it's going to be more in line with what their after hours events have been, which was more expensive than the parties. The not yeah. so scary and the and the very merry because they were always smaller capacity. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're ever gonna go back to the full what we know is not so scary. 
I mean, they were always selling those things out, so they were such a big moneymaker. Yeah, they were adding dates. Yeah. I and mean, knowing the them, this would be a great time starting to... on August 10th, like, they think it's <laughs> yeah. going to sell. This would yeah. be a great time for them to revamp things and come up with an even longer name. Which, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yep. If they changed it up this year, that it would be Mickey's not so not so scary. Yeah, or a not taste. so much of Mickey's not Disney, so scary Disney Halloween party. Presents not so much of a, not so a scary. touch of Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Yeah, just a, a glimpse, a smidge. <laughs> I like that. I want a, a smidge of something. A haunting of Mickey's. <laughs> oh yes. And they were are they will also uh, allow costumes. Um, you will still have to abide by the mask rules that are in place and might still be in place when this happens um yeah, and probably yeah so I'm, but i'm guessing you can still dress up in that august heat in the write-up for the thing two sentences apart is no masks are allowed and face coverings are required so. <laughs> yes. yeah i know so I'm, I'm i'm guessing yeah like you can't be creative with it you can you have to wear a normal face covering but yeah, you can't just they like can wear a Spider-Man mask and be like your costume. Yeah, but you can't wear a full head covering right. like yeah. a like a Darth like Vader helmet at, at Universal during Halloween time that were like the bottom half of monster faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone will just have to dress like Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, hey, that's perfect. It's a surgeon a party. Yeah. <laughs> doctor, 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 doctor. Yes. Well, I'm super glad to see something like this coming back. It feels a little yeah. closer to normal with at least some kind of party. Yeah, definitely. Well, Heather and Jeff had an experience recently that I would mm-hmm. describe as scary good fun. It was scary good fun. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Are, you, are we discussing the Velocicoaster? The, that that new yeah, so churro, we, yeah, the we new were, churro stand at Universal. We were invited to <laughs> ride the Velocichurro. Yes. And uh, I, I got to say, that's the most intense roller coaster Ugh. I've ever been on. I think it's probably the most fun I've ever had on a coaster yeah. ever. It was incredible. But you also can't wait for it to be over to talk about how awesome it <laughs> yeah. is and to clean out your shorts. But. Yeah, I did think that I was going to die several times. <laughs> it's nuts. It's uh, It's got two major launches and... Uh, the yes. changes in G-force from positive to negative are nuts. You do these barrel rolls where you're weightless, and then you're immediately going up where you you weigh four times your normal weight, and then you're weightless again. And The whole thing, there's no shoulder harness. It's just a little, it's an interesting thing. It comes down over your head, but what it essentially is is a lap bar that clicks in the middle. So it's holding your body down so you don't fall out or anything but, but it feels wrong because there's yeah, nothing over your shoulder you, you can't come out of this out. thing You're, they really click it down on you but. oh and yeah they, they do described as like cups that go over your hips yes yeah, yeah and kind the, of because it's the, like a lap bar that meets uh it meets the in the middle between your legs yeah. so it's and then the seat is kind of it's angled a little bit backwards Almost mm-hmm. like you're sort of in a, a trip re- ride rocket. Re- yeah. yeah. And, and so my feet didn't, were dangling, didn't touch the, because I have short legs. So I, they weren't touching the, the floor. Yeah, mine wouldn't, it wouldn't touch either, but there was a little, you could put your feet on the, the thing that the person's seat in front of you is mounted yeah. to. The fact that there's nothing physically on your shoulders really creeped me out. 
And at mm. first I was thinking, well, maybe it's like Rip Ride Rocket and you don't actually go upside down. It you is super go upside full down. inversions. <laughs> you go upside down over like a walkway, right? There's like... yeah. yeah, it's full, four full inversions. Uh, one of them right over the water and your head is like three feet from the water. Isn't that one a stalled inversion too? So you yes. go for yeah. a long time. It's yeah. like the it's like what they call a top hat, where you go up and you hover there at the flat point, and then you go not you go more than straight down. It's, it's like inverted, but as you're going up, you don't even know you're going up on that thing because it's a barrel roll going up, and then you straighten out and you can see out over the whole park. And you're like, oh look, we're at blah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts, and the, it's a four-minute-long ride. If you watch the ride through, it's good and long, but it feels like you don't know what in the world's going on, and then it's over. It's just nuts. It, yeah, but so crazy fun. Here's here's a few stats. So there's a 53-mile-per-hour barrel roll, which is insane. Then they have, what was it, maybe midway through a 70-mile-per-hour boost, so it's a second launch. Are you looking at the stats on that shirt? I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A 90 degree banked turn. The inverted zero gravity stall was the thing that freaked me out the most. And they, they, they advertise it as having 12 airtime moments. I'm not sure my butt was ever fully on the seat (laughs) the entire time. I thought I was going to fly out of it. Yeah. But it's it was it was amazing, and the what is it? zero to seventy five miles an hour in like three seconds in two point four seconds. Yeah, seventy five miles an hour. It's just bananas. You go around a corner, you're like, oh, or just starting off, and then it's just whoosh, like it's that magnetic <laughs> launch thing. No warning. You just turn a corner and you you're going. It's and apparently amazing. at certain turns and peaks and stuff. There are. Uh, Velociraptors, but I didn't all, see all I thing. saw was the back of my head the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see any of and them. The inside of my butthole. I was screaming my head off the entire time. I don't think I stopped screaming the no, whole time. You did not. <laughs> and the queue is very cool too. Mm-hmm. And they have some really great. Uh, I mean, part of it, most of it, we walked straight through because it was a special event, so there was no line. But we did stop at a few of the cool spots. Where? It's very in keeping with the uh, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park thing. So the whole thing's like you're going into the Velociraptor um, paddock display. Mm-hmm. So they've got statues and stuff, and they have like that DNA guy that from the movie that looks I like know the DNA. paper clip guy, and he's like ah, talking about Velociraptors and all this. And then as you start going in, the lighting changes, and you it's clear that something's gone haywire and the velociraptors are out the only way to get the people out of the display is to get them on this fast moving train so while you're waiting you see a train go by and it's the real train but every time a train goes by you in this window it triggers these uh projections that look like they're also outside the window of velociraptors running after the car yeah super cool it was really great so you see your friend go by and then you see "Ah!" all these velociraptors (laughs) running right after the car It's really a good effect. And you're supposed to be looking for the velociraptors while you're on the ride. But I I mean, I'd have to ride it so many times to be comfortable to even see a thing. And even maybe then it's so intense. I'm not sure. I was shaking when we got off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we could have we were at the uh, industry preview uh, for the travel agency. 
And they were like, you want to go again? <laughs> no, I do not. We were both like, <laughs> if, I need if a I minute. If I could have gone in an hour or 30 minutes yeah. even, I might have considered it. But they, they literally, they just needed to go like Walk off all across the, the bridge around. and get right back on. Yeah. But there was no way. I, I needed to compose myself. Yeah. Change my clothes. A, I did short, <laughs> do <a> short change. <laughs> So I was concerned I wasn't going to fit into that. I'm a bigger dude. I'm nearly 300 pounds. I wear a 42-inch waist. I can ride that. It wasn't the most comfortable I've ever been in my life, but I can ride it. If I had back issues like Jess, I would never but suggest it, you ride it. Even for me, though, they came around and he reamed on it and mm-hmm. clicked it in as tight as it would go. So even yeah. if you were thin, they're going to cinch that that lap restraint as tight as it will go so that there's no chance yeah. of you falling out. So even, even then it's, it was that part of it's not. And then somehow I still came up out of my seat, even though he did that. I'm not quite sure how that worked, but I think you really actually aren't coming out of your seat. It feels like it because the zero G is there. Telling for you, I felt myself lift up, lift up out of the seat, just like on the Mako at um, SeaWorld. That's yeah. kind of like this felt sort of like a combination between the Mako hyper coaster and something like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. But then with even more extreme craziness. It was I think it's de- it's the best coaster in Orlando. I think it's oh, 100%. not as interestingly themed and doesn't do some of the surprising things that uh, Hagrid's does. But it's. It's obscenely intense. And, and, really, and really probably good. their greatest thrill ride, just oh, yeah. hands down, so it beats thrilling. Hagrid's. The theming is great, but when you're on Hagrid's, there are, because it's, it continually slows down and then speeds up, you have time to, to look at like when you're going around that corner and you're into where Hagrid is and, and the mm-hmm. blast ended scroots and stuff like that and seeing the unicorn. You're, you're not speeding past it at 70 miles an hour so you have time to enjoy it there's there's no lull on the yeah, velocity anything that showed up or happened or what anything there may like have been that, some right? story i don't know thing too if someone has back issues i wouldn't recommend it because it's only a lap thing you're you're free yeah to move around up top and so yeah. it does a lot of yeah. like you're leaning left, you're leaning right, mm-hmm. you're leaning, you know, and then you it do a full smooth. barrel roll and come right out of that and go yeah. the other way. So it, it's definitely smooth. It's probably Super the smoothest smooth. track I've ever been on. It's not jerking you around that way, but um, the, the car is physically doing such uh, dramatic yeah, Unless you're turns in the front row, you can't predict if you're about to lean hard left, hard <laughs> right. right, or go full, fully upside down. We could have we could have gone back around and gone in the front row, but I couldn't take. I don't know whether I could take it. I, <laughs> I was also, a, I was afraid my contacts were going to gonna fly and off. My mask uh, came like blew down just from the wind. Yeah. So when they were taking the pictures, I was like, like <laughs> yeah. trying to adjust my mask, and you couldn't see my face at all. I wonder how long that. Part that I feel like Universal will be the first to drop the making you wear your mask on an outdoor ride. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they will too. But with all that screaming, you're just literally that is true. <laughs> I did scream the entire time. Inside your heart, I could not. I was screaming outside my heart. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> but, uh, there's, it's there's, amazing when it opens no full time. Apparently, they're they're now just doing. 
a couple of hours or more a mm-hmm. day of uh, Techni- dress rehearsals. Technical they call rehearsals. Them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're down there right now, go, you know, mosey over there and see if it's, it's worth it. Honestly, I'd stand in line for an hour to ride that again. I really would. Yeah. It was that My good. son's doing uh, a day down there next week, and I'm hoping that they're doing them when he's there so he can ride it. Yeah, but, uh, if you're a, if I you're saw a that during person. The, during these technical rehearsals, the wait times were only about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. so they're really cranking that thing out. And there's, no, there's been no downtime issues with this ride. Yeah, I don't think it'll have those same issues that Hagrid's does because it's not doing the braking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be what's causing the wear and tear on Hagrid. It's just launch, go fast, then launch and go faster. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a second launch is what sends you. That second launch. Almost straight up to 75 miles. An hour. I had no idea that part was coming. And you can see the inversions. The second launch, I had no idea it was going to do that. And mm-hmm. it just yeah, blew it's my themed, mind. So it looks like you're going into a velociraptor cage, but it's those super magnets that just. Whoosh, fire you off again crazy stuff i love it they they've they've outdone themselves with this one i i think dan are you an extreme coaster dude can you do it do you like them um that (laughs) i could do i'm not i'm not crazy about being super high up oh i mean (laughs) launch yeah well yeah it's the left hills that i'm not crazy about launched coasters i'm I'm okay. With yeah, it. you don't have that. You don't have that long, slow climb up the hill where it's going click, right. click. Yeah, that click, chain and, climb yeah. is there just to scare you. Tick, yes. tick, 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 tick. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one, That's you're you're high, but you're not up there very long. It's, no, it's very brief. Not anywhere very long. That you're launched over that top hat. Right. Yeah. I mean, once I got to the top of Rip Ride Rocket, Oof. I, yeah, I, I loved. I loved it. So I mean, I can. I think. I think. Doing that kind of got me over the issue. Oh, so for at sure. least something that high, you know, now I'm okay. And with you it. like I don't know the Hulk? I could do any of the. Oh, I love the Hulk. Yes, yeah. that is a great one. That, and that's, that's one that I'll ride multiple times in a row. So. And I, that one goes upside down even more times than that one the makes me vomit. It's so many, yeah. so many inversions. <laughs> that one's basically just inversion into inversion. Yeah, into inversion. but I got to give yeah, Jeff credit. He rode the Velocicoaster with his arms in the air the entire time. I did. And he said to me as we're going, put your put your arms up. And I did. And they were up for what? Half a second? Not even. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as that launch happened. As soon as we launched, I was clutching the... Yeah, I forgot. <sighs> I did just hold him up. There was one point Oof. where I, I did tuck him in. It was when we were close to the water and it felt like if my arms were going to go in the water, yeah. they weren't, but it felt like it. But it feels, no, you feel so close to the water. I, ugh. Oh, but it was so fun, though. It's that whole, you know, fear of flying out of it is somehow fun. The fear of dying. Yeah. yeah it's somehow, yeah. it's somehow it's crazy fun. I, I definitely recommend checking it out this summer. It's, it'll be worth it. And hopefully they'll be using, I assume they'll be using a virtual line for it once it's actually open. So you don't, you can get your, get your time and and then go do other stuff. Yeah. Go ride the Hulk a bunch of times to prep yourself. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Well, just has, yes, just has some, some, some far less exciting news out of Universal (laughs) and Disney World. Oh, yes. Um, That's right. It is. It is far less exciting, but it's a step in the right direction, I guess you could say. Um, The temperature screenings have been removed from Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando Resort. It's exciting because it means we might be getting back to something resembling normal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're we're 
were taking steps. Yeah, they uh, Disney removed them for cast members and guests, and Universal removed the temperature checks and also reduced their distancing markers for uh, to three feet. That's interesting. Feet, we so. haven't heard anything about Disney doing that, right? There's no, they no, they've changed the stickers. They've removed a lot of the larger stickers that had words on them and have replaced them with smaller little just sort of color bars, mm, it's like which a, is kind of weird, yeah. but they haven't changed the distancing yet. So. It's sort of like a prep for when we're going to pull those. Just yeah, I guess it's easier for them to get those up. In, well, in a everybody quickness. ignores the, the bigger ones. Here's anyway, what they'll so. do. When they change it to three, they just put down stickers mm. between the two that mm-hmm, exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. A lot easier that way. Yeah. So. Who was Jeff on their corporate team? Problem solver. Well, it's a step in the new direction. That'll speed up the process of getting into the parks because now they've got all this cool. uh, uh, You don't have to go through the metal detector thing. They just have that walking scan thing. So I'm so glad that the pandemic sort of pushed them to install that kind of technology. Yes, thank you, COVID (laughs) nineteen. Silver lining. (laughs) No one has to dig around in our stuff anymore. They they still end up digging around in my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay. <laughs> and That's still you get got pulled. That look about you. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a ne'er do well. Well, Heather's going to tell us all all over again how cruising's going to start up with test cruises. I feel like we covered this story. You know, about, like, we well we ago. did, but then the CDC was like, no, never mind. We're not going to make you do test cruises. But then last week they were like, okay. Here's another new set of guidelines, and they aren't calling this a test cruise. They're calling it a volunteer cruise. So, (laughs) yeah, so they have, they are once again saying that they want any cruise line that wants to sail uh, from a U.S. port. They're saying now that they have to take these volunteer simulated voyages and I, it, it kind of the reasoning that they're stating for this, they don't want the cruise lines to charge people for this because what they're going, they're going to say right off the bat that if they, if a certain level of COVID becomes detected on board, that the voyage has to stop immediately and turn around. Mm. So they're ha- they're conducting these, these sailings where it will be all volunteer passengers and they in order to do it, you'll have to be 18 years old and provide documented proof that you are fully vaccinated or... Can you be older than 18 or do you just have to be... You have to be at least 18, yes. Uh, it's going to be a hot cruise, all 18. <laughs> so here's what's interesting. The CDC is allowing them to... These volunteer passengers can either be fully vaccinated or they can have a, uh, a medical uh, doctor write them a note that says they have no medical conditions that would put them at severe risk of uh, death from COVID. <laughs> so it's interesting because all of this, all of the cruise lines have already said that they're going to require vaccination for passengers 18 and up. So that one little or a doctor's note was interesting to me. Um, and it's it sort of seemed like the CDC was hoping that some folks got on board with COVID so that they could test out how well the cruise lines are going to mitigate that risk. I don't know. That um, sounds gross, if that's really what <laughs> It does, right? And this is, <laughs> hey, that's just me speculating. It's just, 
it's just interesting because they all the cruise lines said we we want our passengers over the age of 18 to be vaccinated um and they're requiring all of their staff to be vaccinated so uh, I don't know there, you know, there, there is going to be that we're going to get to this, that point where there are some folks who can't be vaccinated. You know, right now it's anyone under the age of 12 can't, um, yeah. 12 and up is all that can actually get a vaccine right now. Which so no problem for Virgin voyages, but every, <laughs> right. other, every yeah. other one's got kids on board. Yep. So Royal Caribbean has launched a webpage called volunteer of the seas. And you can go to that web page and sign up to be selected to join a, a, a voluntary cruise. And then you just have to agree to, to uh, all of the, the other framework things. And I, I, I haven't read the CDC's document is like 75 pages long. I haven't read it. There are, uh, of course, going to be certain areas of the ship where you're going to have to wear a mask. Um, hopefully that's only in interior spaces when you're not eating and drinking. I mean, I wouldn't want to be fully vaccinated people. Makes sense. And yeah, that part I can get, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be sitting next to the pool on a cruise ship wearing a mask. Uh, So I don't know, I guess it's going to be a while before we see exactly what that's going to look like, but all of them are hoping to be actually sailing by July out of the U S and they of course all have their contingency plans where they're going to sail from the Caribbean ports uh, if they can't get the CDC to sign off on them from here. What about my maiden voyage freedoms? Well, who knows (laughs) your maiden voyage may have to take place from a Caribbean port. Well, here's the weird thing. So calling it simulated voyages <laughs> it makes it sound like you're going to get on the cruise ship and just stay there in port for a weekend like where are, they're actually going to normal they are going to go places yeah so so why is it a, how is it simulated I, instead of just well it's because they can't charge for it you can't um, charge for it and they can't guarantee that you're going that you're gonna you're gonna follow yeah. through with it because they may call you back. But yeah, the whole the voluntary yeah. thing and the simulated yeah. thing is weird verbiage they're using. And they did they added that it has they have to have at least ten percent of the maximum number of passengers that they can carry. So they can't just throw a couple of hundred people on the ship, go out for two days, and come back and say, "Hey, we did it. Let us go." It has to be <clears throat> a real cruise with a decent number of people on board. Yeah. Simulated cruise, but, but simulated. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll have trouble getting. I mean, that article that oh, I saw no. said they yeah. said that they the one already has what fifteen thousand people signed up. Yeah, I think. I mean, Something all like of that. the lines have have canceled everything all the way through June and gone to just sailing from the Caribbean. Um, I mean, they they really all want to get back to sailing out of the the U.S. ports. It's just a giant giant portion of their revenue is is americans and until that until they can get sailing out of the u.s again they're all in the red for a while and i Mm -hmm. think unfortunately this is going to mean we're going to see cruise fares increasing steadily for a few years until they all recoup their losses from the last two even a even a carnival cruise is going to come at a bit of a premium for a while i think it makes sense how else are they going to? Yeah, I mean, they're all a year and a half for profits to make up. Yeah, 
And they've all continued to build new ships during this. Yeah. I mean, Virgin has uh, is about to have two ships that haven't set sail once. Twin right? maidens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the carnival was set to launch the Mardi Gras, mm. and that's still just sort of tooling around out there doing nothing. Which is funny, because Mardi Gras is the American version of Carnival. Mm-hmm. Kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I that's very deep. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> the carnival well, Mardi Gras. Yeah, for. thank you. Those deep thoughts. I'm gonna contemplate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing more things like, uh, uh, who is this that's got their private island that you have to pay to get to the good stuff on the private island? Tom Cruise. Every cruise line. Every single okay. cruise line has a private island, but um, no, I mean, uh, the, what's the new? The, Great day, uh, yeah. Coco. Oh, Royal Caribbean. Royal. Yeah. yeah, Royal Caribbean, where you've got to pay to do the good stuff right. on their private island. Yes. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing more. Yeah. Uh, and Norwegian Cruise Line did recently say, you know, we were speculating that maybe they were going to require all of your excursions to be done with through the cruise line so that they can control where you go and what you're exposed to. But Norwegian came out and said, no, we'll allow... People to get off the ship and back on and go do their own excursions if they want. They're not going to require their excursions, which is great because those are always a bit more expensive than mm-hmm. if you set them up through a Well, if a they're party. requiring a vaccine, it shouldn't be an issue. Exactly. Yeah. Good thing. Well, hopefully all of this is resolved by, uh, by next summer when the Disney Wish launches because I'm excited to get on that ship. Well, I mean, that thing I, looks amazing. A whole That'll list. be a great maiden voyage. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Especially if they do it next year when I've gotten back all of my freedoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, last week, Disneyland in Anaheim had its uh, second maiden voyage, if you think about it. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. re- reopened and, and uh, just has uh, a few bits and bobs of details from the opening. So what you got for us? Yeah, there's some a few things out of Disneyland. Uh, first, we have the news that Paradise Pier Hotel will reopen on June 15th with limited capacity. Good. Limited capacity is kind of like unprecedented. I'm tired of hearing. Oh, yeah, those. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, there will not be any food or beverage off- offerings initially um, at the hotel when it reopens. What, However, None at, at Paradise Pier, but guests uh, may visit nearby down, dining outlets at uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. And to go along with that, they also announced that Napa Rose and Storytellers Cafe will reopen on May 28th. Mm-hmm. Good. So, Which is funny, because a year ago, you, they wouldn't let you go exactly. in Grand Californian if you were staying at the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, they're, they, now they really you. want you to go. Um, and they're also going to reopen the entrance from Grand Californian to Disney California Adventure on May 28th. Oh, good. So you'll be able to access that. Oh, way. I didn't know that hadn't mm-hmm. been up. So you had to yeah, no, they've had that closed since. Disney. Yeah. Excellent. So, so is, that, is Grand Californian the only one that's been open thus mm-hmm. far? Yeah. And they still haven't said anything about Disneyland Hotel. So. I'm sure that'll be... Well, I hope it's open by January of 2022. Me too. <laughs> yes, that, that's what I'm that hoping room, too. That room block we have there is uh, going to be yeah. uh, not very full if it's not open. <laughs> Maybe we'll be the only people there. That would be fantastic. 
Ooh, well, the next thing, next announcement I want to hear is when they're allowing non-residents from from outside of California. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although California knows how to party, apparently. Mm. <laughs> That's in the city, the city of Compton. Uh, <laughs> not Anaheim. Not Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're partying in the Orange Grove. Well, the the airline industry is taking off again. We've said, hey. okay, did you, did you like that? Um, but the airports that I've been through in the last uh, several weeks have been uh, starting to look back to normal, especially Atlanta. Um, but the Expedia decided that people might still be a little bit wary about flying. So they've come up with something that they think will really make you feel more comfortable. On a Valium. It's not Valium. <laughs> it's a replica of Joe Jonas's hand that you can hold while you're flying. I'm not sure who decided that this was, you know, what the anxiety-ridden traveler needed. Is his hand in they this are, shape? They are, <laughs> <laughs> they are giving away a 3D printed replica of Joe Jonas's hand. To lend a helping hand to those who might need reassurance about Was travel. the focus group for this Nick Jonas? <laughs> I mean, it had to Just be. Uh, they put out a little video of, of oh. him uh, showing how he his hand was, was 3D modeled. And he's like, Joe Jonas here. I just wanted to say hello and that I cannot wait to travel again. <laughs> Is it latex? <laughs> It's, well, and, it's and, ridiculous. The, 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 I kind of want one. The paint, job on, the paint job on this thing is not very warm and comforting looking. It's kind of it's blue. dark and cold and off-putting yeah. and kind of like freaky future. It's, like it's blue. That's actually has... what his hand looks like. It's, it's a birth defect and you guys are really insensitive. He sat on it too long. <laughs> I, uh, I heard that if you write on Greyhound, you're going to get a replica of Kesha's hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's Kevin Jones. That's Kesha Galling. You know, if, if, if this is what you really need to get you flying again, you know, there you there it is. I think it's pretty weird. <laughs> that is, yeah. Little off. That's the waste of plastic. <laughs> hey, Jess, do you want me to toss you the softball on uh, your running joke that you haven't hit on yet? What? Did you, whose, do you... whose hand? Whose hand do you get when you fly Allegiant Air? <laughs> oh, it's Spirit Air, and you and you get Spirit Kevin Air. Jonas. <laughs> no, you're running. Jo- I, I replaced it with the Greyhound Kesha one. I thought that was, <laughs> that, was but, that was pretty good. Too, but... Julia Stiles yet this week. Oh, that's oh. true. Where, where, how, how do we get Julia Stiles? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, if the Velocicoaster is, if the Veloci in related news, if the Velocicoaster is too intense for you, you can hold a replica of Julia Stiles' hand. There it is. It's actually Julia yes. Stiles' hand. They just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> She got caught stealing again. <laughs> they wipe it down with some Clorox and pass it on to the next Stealing person. wet wipes from the cleaning cart. Gross. She's just standing at the exit like, thanks for coming. <laughs>
Portulis. That was a visual joke for the podcast listeners. <laughs> Those always go over well. Those are the best ones. <laughs> Is it this shit? <laughs> uh, uh, I I saw an article uh, about uh, some of the weird theme parks that they had in in the, around Florida before Walt Disney World opened, and since we've been talking about uh, the anniversary of the of the opening of Walt Disney World, I wanted to take a moment to look at some of the things that we had to get by with before Walt mm. Disney opened. Um, the very first theme park in uh, uh, the very first theme park in the Orlando area was Cypress Gar- Cypress Gardens. Have you guys ever heard of that one? Yeah, no. where Legoland is. Really? Yeah, no. Ha, you, you, you blew my big reveal. That's the only thing yes. I know about it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, it, it started out as basically it was all just uh, fancy gardens and water ski shows, including mm-hmm. a guy that's really famous for being an ancient water skier. He was like 90 years old and still did water ski. It's Ernest Borgnine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Banana George, actually. Banana George. <laughs> yeah, because he always wore yellow. <laughs> impressive though is it to be 90 years old in water ski that just means you're really good at still holding on that's about <laughs> it <laughs> you can stand really still <laughs> um they're also known they apparently the water skiing wasn't enough to keep people coming in so they had girls dressed up like southern bells while mm-hmm. they were in the park mm-hmm. um and and can't do uh, that anymore <laughs> no yeah no that's not well I, apparently they do or at least they did recently because they had them at at, at like just mentioned, it is now it became Legoland, and huh. you can actually see they left some of the gardens part of Cypress Gardens up, uh, and and just kind of rethemed them to Legoland. Uh, there's huh. a Florida shaped pool and Oriental Gardens there. A Florida shaped pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also Six Gun Territory. Um, you know, in in uh, Lampoon's Vacation, where they stop at the. At the Wild West town with the, mm-hmm. with the teepees and all. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the saloon where uh, Rusty gets uh, deafened by the, by the gun. Yes. Go on. Yeah. Uh, well, it was basically just that. And you could dress up and get in on the fun. And they had gunfights and all kinds of sort of stuff. Um, hmm. uh, that, that closed in the early 1980s. Uh, Splendid China would be right up Jeff's alley because it was a tiny recreation Splendid of... China. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. Uh, I prefer um, Splendid Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was located just a few miles away from Walt Disney World, and um, a couple of Taiwanese immigrants opened up this place, and they they had a like a scale model of the Great Wall of China that was approximately knee high to. So you could pretend like you're Godzilla. Oh, they also had cultural shows, dancers and stuff. And there's just like a recreation of like, it looks like Tiananmen Square or something with tiny little dolls. So were there tiny, tiny little, little tanks? flowers. Yeah. And that one was located where Margaritaville is now. Oh, apropos. Margaritaville used to be tiny Chinese. There also used to be uh, in Dania, Florida, there was a Buccaneers, a pirate, Pirate's World Buccaneer-themed amusement park that was mostly famous for having a giant stadium where Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd did. Oh, oh that's fun. I thought you were going to say gladiator battles, but I like, I like the Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. 
I, was I like, want to see Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd have a Like immediately, like, I'll buy a ticket, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. Do it like Battle medieval times, me. feed me turkey legs. Oh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, let's get on this, especially now that they're elderly. Yeah. We can really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Walker battles. <laughs> Give me a turkey leg and let them feed each other's kings. Yeah. Uh, the last. Um, Last one was uh, located also just 12 miles away from Magic Kingdom was the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus World. Huh. Um, they still, well, up until they shut down recently, they still had their headquarters in Florida, but this was another spot where they ran their clown college. And clown whole... college? I know. I yes. always wanted to go there. That was a thing? Yeah. Julia oh, Stiles yeah. alumni. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, you had to go and it was like a, a major, a major, it was like an actual educational facility where you huh. learned the art, the, the, uh, yeah, yeah, don't use that word. <laughs> the art. Um, uh, but, but they, they put on, uh, they put, put on circuses and had some, some cheap amusement park rides and stuff, but, uh, that, that shut down and it, it's nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it used to be actually no the home of uh, the Kansas City Royals spring training. Mm. Speaking of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baseball. But, um, I got it. Ball. <laughs> I Get them. Uh, well, that was less exciting than, than I hoped it would be. But Heather's got a really well, exciting I, story. That, my dream Japan. used to be to either go to Stuntman University or Clown College. Was Stuntman University a real thing? Stuntman University didn't exist. So. Oh, you, that would have been, been fun. My dad, when he was young, um, when he was about 18, he actually worked as a gunfighter at Six Flags in Texas fun. and did the, the gunfighting shows. And then they brought him over to open up Six Flags over Georgia. And so he ended up staying over there. But yeah, he did that for, for a while. When they had a uh, had those shows, been like get most shot and fall off the roof and all yeah, that get cool shot. Stuff. He could do the the gun twirls and everything. That's oh, so cool! Yeah, it was awesome. That that hero. What was his? Awesome. What did his resume look like that he got that? Game? He grew up on a farm in Texas. Uh, he was a around cowboys, basically. So he, you know, he could pretend to be a cowboy. He was bow legged. Well. <laughs> you know, Disneyland in the early days had those shows. Yeah, in Frontierland too. Yeah, and Nosbury Farm, I think too. Yeah. They were really big in the in the seventies and late sixties. I think we basically should bring them everywhere back. you go should have that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's what Dollywood started off as too. It started off as you just went on a train ride up the mountain, and some bandits would come yes. and uh, pretend to. They would board the train. Bring and, that back. That's what, what I was hoping we were going to get with Galaxy's Edge was some sort of new version of those, yes. those shows, and we were kind of promised yes. that. We and we've promised. been promised that for Avengers Campus. So mm-hmm. if they don't deliver on that i'm gonna be real mad so well, i wanted to get some of that happen the Bob. <laughs> yeah yeah well something that's not disappointing is a certain japanese town's investment of their covid relief funds yes i have a i have a new town that jess you need to put on your list of places to visit in japan Uh-oh. this is a coastal town in western japan uh called noto in the ishikawa prefecture and they were given about 800 million yen, which is about $7 million in grants from the Japanese government to help them with COVID relief. And they decided that the best way to spend this money 
would be to help boost tourism back to their area by building a giant squid statue. And it Check is it, it is worth it. It is, yeah. it is it glorious. I would I would definitely go and visit this. It's 13 feet high and 30 feet long. And it cost them not all of their money. It cost them <laughs> it cost them about a million. So I mean that seems wow. right. Yeah. <laughs> and Quick imagine question. how amazing this could have been if they had spent it all yes. on the squid. I'm thinking much bigger than that. I mean Quick question uh, for my tourist notes. So how many huge. penises does it have? I mean, take a look at the photos. The normal twelve it's, that it's, every squid has. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, squid is a local de- a delicacy, and they figured this would be part of a, a long-term strategy to raise awareness about their fishing industry. And it's glorious. I want to go see it. It's a raising awareness about their lack of fiscal responsibility. <laughs> At the end of the tentacle, yes. too, is uh, a replica of Joe Jonas's hand. <laughs> It's very comforting. In case it makes you anxious <laughs> to holding. see the giant squid. And it's this thing. The, the thing that's a little bit scary is it's to scale of a real giant squid. And I'm not sure I ever want to go back into the ocean if this thing <laughs> is out there swimming around somewhere because it's nightmare fuel. Yeah, there's a greater than zero chance that you could encourage, in, encounter one of these things, I guess. No, in, in the ocean. no thank you. I'll, I do think th- I do think they missed a big opportunity by not making an opening in the mouth at the center of the tentacles and making a slide down to the center of the yes. body where you could come out. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's fun for the kids. Let's start, a, yeah. let's start a GoFundMe <laughs> and raise money to make that. I'll you can build it in my backyard. Okay. I'm down for that. Perfect. Um, Done and done. You got plenty of room back there. That's true. Well, before we head to commercial, I just wanted to remind everybody that you still got a couple of days in to uh, submit items for my to-do list for my trip to Walt Disney World Mm -hmm. uh, this week week, as you're listening to this episode. Um, So so plan my Disney days for me. Uh, uh, We've already got a couple of entries. This could be dangerous. Well, I mean, I, I reserve. I, I've got the right of final refusal on this. Does it list have and, to be things that won't get you kicked out of the park? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I prefer not to be uh, trespassed from the park. I would like not to be harmed, and unless you are going to donate funds through uh, <laughs> the through the donate link on our website, I prefer that they be uh, as close as free to possible. Okay. Unless okay. we're talking about buying delicious snacks, because oh I'm yeah, you know, okay we know with... you're going to be eating the snacks. Right, yeah, I love delicious snacks. snacks are all good. Mm, uh, but snacks. for example, <laughs> uh, for example, my list already includes uh, finding a way to locate the weird picture of the cowboys being stung by uh, fire ants mm-hmm. in the bathroom at the restaurant at Fort Wilderness. Okay, I don't think That's we're going to be able to cross that one. Has anyone um, told you to eat a cheeseburger spring roll? Uh, I told myself okay, to eat a good, cheeseburger good. spring roll. Uh, I had a the pizza ones a are good too. Those are uh, good. Like yeah. Uh, my wife requires that I eat the uh, Kona Kona short ribs at Kona Cafe. Oh Ooh, yeah, yeah, those are good. I don't have them anymore. And, uh, oh? What? 
No, I'm he's just... not telling the truth. I was truth. like, what did I get last time? <laughs> he's a liar. I'm gonna cry. I, I know that she ate that last time she was there. Um, and and also the the uh, Peter Pan float. Um, somebody uh, suggested that I try some sort of kakamora thing. Oh, the kakamora sounds... one. Yeah, it's a coconut. Oh, the bukkake shake with the Polynesian <laughs> is amazing. <Girl>. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to try <laughs> Y'all I had to giggle uh, Yeah well That thing just so, fell uh, off of its chair uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Apparently I'm also supposed to do a trolley dance During the trolley show on Oh Michigan, yes so, uh, We'll see if that happens But anyway so if you have will, any ideas I will for volunteer me. to take video of that <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway so yeah so if you have ideas for whether it's wacky silly things for me to do that won't get me kicked out of the Mm -hmm, parks but mm -hmm. will be entertaining to watch on social media or things delicious things to eat or even if there's just things that you want to see around the parks that maybe you don't often get to see yeah i I would suggest listeners should uh give dan their ideas for disney bounding because uh, his wife is pretty handy and will definitely make him some things to wear (laughs) I didn't even consider I would like you that. to wear <laughs> a wig that's quite obviously a wig and not colorful, but it looks like the, just the worst wig. Like and, an Elsa uh, wig? And just order things from menus that you know aren't on the menu and then just keep a fully straight face while you do that. I like that <laughs> idea. The hard part is I, I, the, the straight face would be, well, that's, that's a given. I want Kendra to make you just a poo costume, which is just a really small shirt and nothing else. <laughs> And wear that around that will, the park. That will get him kicked out of the park. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I can't get chest passed. I will wear. Uh, what if this is like a flesh-colored, nope, like nope, nope, like nope. skin bodysuit, <laughs> and then like a little red T-shirt on top? I almost volunteered just the little red T-shirt part, but no, I'm not doing that. Oh, Dan, <laughs> you're no that's fun. It's on, on my list. Uh, so anyway, send in your so send in. Your suggestions, uh, either uh, on our website, we've got all the ways to contact us, or uh, hit us up on Facebook, uh, Twitter at GKAS Podcast, uh, Adventures at gmail.com, all that good stuff. Uh, tell me what I should do while I am at Walt Disney World. And stick around because after commercial break, we're heading back to Mexico to tour some more incredible all inclusive resorts with Heather and Jeff. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com 
or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. It's a tough life owning a travel agency, but someone has to do it. Constantly packing your bags, hopping on a plane, and heading out to learn more about the latest and greatest destinations your guests want to visit. Conveniently, we just so happen to have two individuals of the travel agency owning variety on staff here at Gold Key Adventure Society. And they just got back from touring some more resorts south of the border, down Mexico way. They're going to tell us all about them. But first, apparently at 1.30 last night, I came up with a funny question to ask you. <laughs> oh, good. I don't Thank remember you. what it was anymore. <laughs> I didn't put it in the thing because I didn't want to give it away. And now I'm realizing that that was a bad idea. Because <laughs> you can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. So. Good work, so, Dan. Anyway. Well, the answer <laughs> anyway, is yes. Prof- every Wednesday. I'm a professional. Absolutely. I would do that. That's Did it just say, ask funny question? Oh, Dan has funny it says, bit. Dan has a funny bit. Just go with it. <laughs> Future Dan has a funny bit that past Dan was really relying on. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I really wish I remember who I was. So, well, anyway, let's talk about what did you guys see in Mexico? What, re- what resorts? So many things. Visit? We were hosted by AM Resorts at their beautiful Dreams Vista property, which is a brand new. Brand new. That open last year, right? It opened last year, right? Uh, like amid think, the pandemic times. Amid I think. the pandemic, yeah, it, it was right before Cancun got that lovely hurricane season. Oh, that's right. Where yeah, not opened. one but two. This hotel <laughs> is beautiful. It's a glass tower, and it was mm-hmm. open two weeks when the uh, hurricane hit and knocked out the first all hurricane. of the glass yeah. in the in the glass tower. So then they had to put it all back together, and then I think it opened again, and now we're now we're open, and it's beautiful. It is gorgeous, and it so it sits right on the beach. It doesn't have a huge beach. Um, it's not what I would recommend for somebody who's who really wants a beach trip. Uh, it's more of a, a sort of a glamorous cosmopolitan type resort. You want to see the ocean and hear mm-hmm. the ocean, but you don't really love sand, so you it, don't want to sit on the beach all day it has, a miami, it has a miami beach feel to it it yes, has a huge definitely. very chic uh pool that's all well lit and it's mm-hmm. i mean this pool is like 300 yards long it's, it's amazing beautiful. and if you're worried about coming into contact with the giant squid this exactly is this you. is where you want to go. go in the water they have yeah. the water and they have actually water sports and mm-hmm. those right bouncy there. trampolines and all that stuff you can yes, get some of our agents uh spent a, a lovely afternoon uh Drinking and jumping on that trampoline out in the out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might have some video of people who had a little trouble climbing onto that thing. This resort sits right on a golf course, so if that's your thing, mm-hmm. this is the resort for you. It's got a gorgeous golf course that's right on the beach, right next to the resort. That you can walk right from the mm-hmm. resort into the golf course, uh, but it's all a tower, so all of the rooms are above all of the restaurants and everything. So basically, mm-hmm. every room uh, has the entrance is on the, uh, the hotel side, side mm-hmm. and everybody's rooms face the beach. So you're looking, or not the beach, yeah. but actually the, the bay, water. and you see the whole skyline of the uh, hotel zone of Cancun. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It feels like and they all have balconies, Miami yeah. Beach style thing because of all the nice tall buildings around. Just beautiful at night. 
you can sit out there and drink your coffee in the morning and watch the sailboats. It's mm-hmm. very, very, very pretty. And this one was a dreams, so it's family friendly. They have a they have a, a little water park for the kids, and there's a second pool that's um, that was that's right next to the water park. So it's sort of more kid friendly. We got to see a lot of their other brands. So it's, some of them are adults only, and some of them are family friendly. They kind of have something for everyone. Hmm. Like what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Um, uh, well, this was the first time that we had experienced a zoetry resort, which is their kind of, it's adults only, um, or some of them are, are adults only. Some of, they say it's more adult oriented than, than adults only, uh, because it's kind of a wellness spa type resort. Yeah, high end finishes and Very everything high beautiful end. and then lots of healthier foods and. So it's more of a soft R than an NC-17. Exactly. <laughs> and they, they did this thing with us, with our group, that Boy, they, called a, they, called a, <laughs> they called a sound bath. So mm-hmm. they had everybody sit in a circle and close their eyes. And then this shaman comes out and starts. Was ayahuasca yeah, involved in this? I wish, man, <laughs> that would have made it so much better. But then they come out and do all these various things, like they the rain stick, that stick thing that I don't know is full of rice or whatever, but it yeah, makes it sound like a storm. Thing. Yeah, and like the the copper bowls that that the like singing Buddhist, bowl. Yes. That they knew there was a word for that. Yes. And then when, so that's kind of a Zen relaxing wellness sort of thing. And then you go right into the tequila tasting, which is more my idea of a a wellness retreat. They offer tons of (laughs) stuff, yoga, and uh, it's all environmental stuff and healthy. I mean, maybe. You could definitely. I did that at the uh, Orlando airport recently. <laughs> you could certainly do that on your balcony at Dreams Vista. Yeah, uh, maybe. that's right. Plenty of sun there. There's lots of sun. That was that's that place is great for sun worshippers because there's not a lot of shade. We also went over to uh, nearby Dreams. Uh, which one was that called? Uh, the uh, where we had oh, the big party. You're trying to get me. To- <laughs> Trying to get, she likes to say Playa Mujeres <laughs> with that accent. So, AM's uh, one of their family friendly properties are the Dreams properties. And they took us to the one at Playa Mujeres. Playa Mujeres. And it, it's just a huge, beautiful resort with something crazy like nine different pools that are all terraced all the way down to where they have a beautiful stretch of beach. I think that's my favorite Dreams. It's Big just water so gorgeous. Park, uh, Splash pads and everything, but like so four many serious water bars. slides. Uh, rooms with their own plunge pools and yeah, swim up bar. There are there's an under waterfall swim a grotto up bar. One, yeah, you a have to swim, swim, swim through and a waterfall a, and and sit in there and drink. It's really good, and it sits right next to their sister resort, uh, Secrets, which is adults only. And if you're an adult staying at Dreams, you can go over to Secrets. So you get your kids occupied yeah. doing something over there at the one resort. <laughs> in and you the kid club. Door. Yeah. Then yeah. you go next door to the adults only club. Which has another swim up bar or two. Two. Oh, I love a swim up bar. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been to a swim up beach? 
Wait a second. <laughs> I feel you like technically that's... can't swim up to the beach. At like some point, you got to stand question. up. Oh, you're right. Well, you yeah. can swim up to it, but then you're just flopping around just... on your stomach. <laughs> you get a wicked rash on your belly. Yeah. We had a fantastic Mexican-themed dinner and entertainment there at that Dreams Playa Mujeres that night, and it's it's um it, it take on what something that they do every week for their guests every Friday night they have a fiesta and they have a huge uh, lineup of entertainment of from all different regions of Mexico it's and then food the Mexican stations. Heritage Night where they tell the yeah. history of the of the uh, area from the Mayans to now through different forms of entertainment from dancers and singers and mariachi of course and they do like traditional Mayan dress where they're dressed like eagles and it's cool stuff very cool still beating heart out of uh and they have like 20 you know they should add that they should they pass around a cup of his warm blood yeah that's right and everybody eats a monkey brain it's great hey but you did you didn't you eat monkey brains at that dinner it was what aaron was calling monkey brains it was uh it was, it was a, a candied papaya. Candied papaya, but it, I, I mean, it, <laughs> the texture, it looked the like. The texture was wrong. It was, it looked like a salmon. tumor they had cut out of a hobo. <laughs> I thought it looked it actually like tasted salmon. delicious, but it looked and felt wrong in my mouth. Well, we made one of our colleagues try it before Jeff and she spit it out. And so, so of course, of yes. So, of course, we had to take one over to Jeff and say, here, eat this. And then he liked it and he ate more than it. one. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> is it fun being the guy that people just do weird food experiments on, Jeff? It is. Yeah. That was my gig in high school is I was the guy that would eat anything. Tell so them about the cheese slice. rather than my lunch, I would spend <laughs> my lunch money on other stuff. And then people would bring me whatever food to eat. So they, you know, one time I ate. Cheese off a guy's shoe. <laughs> That's my favorite story. <laughs> That's why I need to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anything for a laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also have an adults only brand called Breathless. That's uh, for the. You can breathe in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how would you put it? More of the 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 free spirited swinger Yes, not, <laughs> not so much swingers, but it is definitely one of the signs that we saw when we were touring Breathless was that you have to wear a top when you're in the pool. Yes, Sun, topless <laughs> sunbathing. That's fine. That's if you're okay. out of the pool, you can ba- sunbathe topless, but you got to put your top on to get in the pool. Which I'm confused by, but whatever. Uh, well, yeah, I don't... I'll follow the rules. Yeah. But... I think they're afraid <laughs> of groping in the pool. Yeah, I don't know. that's probably that's, a thing. You know, but it, it's, yeah. um, that resort is uh, it's definitely for the 20s and 30s aged people. It's very, very nice. Like... All high end. Their liquor selection is high end, and mm-hmm. everything. The pricing is yep. high end, but it is for people that are there to party. So the, the, they have two different sections. One is more mellow and chill. That's for when you're hungover. And then yeah. the other section is like high energy. There's a DJ at the, at the pool all the time, and they have scantily clad dancers. They yep. have foam parties. They have loud music. They spray it's, you down with. Uh, yeah. 
Moet. It sounds like the Virgin Cruise Line. Of, oh yeah. Uh, well, very what, much. It's going to be like off the hook maiden voyage. What I thought was interesting was they said that it was definitely designed for more of the 20, 30 somethings, but their average age for their guests there is 45. Yeah, it's old turds like me that <laughs> want to go in there Where and see the, the kids young girls. Well, I Hello, think, fellow kids. They said that on the, over here to the pool. The 20, some, 20, the 20 somethings tend to only come for like long weekends. And I think what, what they didn't think about is that people of that age don't have the money for a week long yeah. vacation in Mexico. You know, they could do a, a two or three night bachelorette party. And that we definitely saw that kind of thing happening there. But the people who are spending a whole week are the, the 45 year olds who want to, who have the money and want to party for a week. Um, it's a, it's a gorgeous resort and amazing really looking is. restaurants and the chill area pool was great. I mean, just look, they have these floating bed things that you can walk out to and then they, in the pool, they're all out in the pools. Very, very pretty. And the beach there is gorgeous too. That one, yeah, the the Breathless is down closer towards my favorite Secrets, which is Secrets Maroma. And Maroma Beach is just spectacularly gorgeous stretch of beach. White sand. Yeah. White sands. And and if you're a beach person, you want to be down uh, further down the, the Riviera Maya in the Maroma area. There's, I love they have a dreams down there. Yeah, me too. I don't love sand, but I do love the to look at the beach. Secrets Maroma, I loved because they had some local wildlife that I enjoyed. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous property, beautiful rooms, wonderful restaurant. But that's where you can find the um, Kawatis, mm-hmm. which uh, we were describing them as um, teddy bear. Teddy bear, raccoon, Teddy bear raccoon monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. yeah, those things. <laughs> I love them. They're so They're cute. They're the cutest. They have a tail like a lemur. <laughs> they're shaped like a raccoon, but they're fluffy and brown like a teddy bear. And then they have sort of a pointy nose. Yeah. Almost I don't know why I was, I was so fascinated with the Kawatis, but they're and very cute. They can, they can talk. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a bird. Huh. They can only say very like. basic things like pretty boy and. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that voyage. part. I didn't. <laughs> what about my freedom? I didn't hear any of the teddy bear monkeys talking. <laughs> are you? Are you sure you didn't uh, have some ayahuasca at Zoetry when you heard them talking? <laughs> Maybe so. <Do> you? <laughs> Maybe so. Missing the same resort yet. brand has some kind of resort for every kind of thing you're into, basically. Yeah. I mean, we have been to the Mexican Riviera so many times. In the last, say, six months, and we still have visited only a fraction, oh, a fraction. of the oh, beautiful we... resorts they have there. So I'm going to make it my life goal to, to visit every one of them for. I'm going to make guys. it the goal for 2021. Yeah. I'm not spending yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still keep going back. It's, and, and it's especially learned during these COVID times when you can't cruise. That you can still get the exact same experience. You're just not on a boat. Yeah. But you can go well, on a boat, which yeah, we, did we did on that. this trip. One of the things about these resorts is there are so many different excursions you can sign up for. And they'll come get you right at your resort, take you to whatever the excursion is or to a marina to get on a boat or whatever. We did a, a catamaran day that was about six or, what was five that, or six, six or seven hours. hours. Yeah. 
and uh, they took us to a couple of spots where we could. Uh, they dropped off those that were. It was very windy that day, so they they actually did a thing I've never seen on snorkeling. Was they dropped off the snorkelers and then they cruised around and went way up to the point where you were going to get the current pushed and the wind were going to push you anyway. And so they we were just waiting for the snorkelers as they came back. I stayed on the boat and enjoyed the all-inclusive booze on the catamaran while others were yes. snorkeling. But they stopped for a snorkel place, and they stopped uh, very near Isla Mujeres. Mujeres. Isla Mujeres. And, uh, let everybody get in the water where um, it was shallow and gorgeous. delicious lunch right yeah. on the catamaran. And then they take you over to Isla Mujeres where you can spend the day. There's beautiful beaches there. There's uh, apparently all kinds of stuff there. We didn't get any further than... <laughs> The, the bar. local, their version is like the Mexican version of Senor Frog, which yeah. I think there they just call it Mr. Frog. Yeah, <laughs> it was three hours of some of the most spectacular people watching oh, that yeah. I have ever done in my life because it's where all the catamarans drop everyone off. Yeah. And it's booze cruises, it's catamarans, it's diving tours, every all of the boat tours from all the uh Riviera Maya area. <laughs> I'll drop off there for some part of the day for shopping and whatever. And, and the, there were some oh, fabulous people watching. The things that people put on and chose to leave their hotel room in and go out in public. Borat <laughs> style, one piece, thong, oh, yeah. unitard, get ups. We saw a guy wearing a white version of one of those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that had sharded. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, and just uh-huh. is walking around. Oh no! Yes, I'm not sure whether he was. It's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure whether he was aware that we all saw what happened. <laughs> this, this beach bar, literally, as soon as you get off one of these catamarans, the you kind of go through a shopping district, and there's a beach bar on the left. I said, while we figure out what we're going to do, a group of about eight of us said, "We'll just sit down here, have a drink, and think about it." Well, decide what we're going to do. Four hours later, yeah. It was time to go. We never yeah, left. We that couldn't place. stop watching the people and the. But that is where the public beach is. That's free mm. to go to. So it was. Yes. So insane. it was. It was snacks and a show. We watched we, we... a gentleman get uh, arrested because mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. yelling at his girlfriend so hard, who had disappeared with two other gentlemen. Yes, they had been sitting like for a couple sort of, of hours. Yeah, they'd been sitting sort of on the public beach part, and and she she disappeared, and. With apparently we didn't. Right. You said you saw her walking away with I saw these, her these leaving, guys, and then I saw him freaking out. But I didn't yeah. know they were mm-hmm. related. And when she came back, he lost his mind on her and started yelling. And actually, a bunch of people. We were all kind of circled around there. We're going to watch this go down. But he was not going to. He was screaming and getting in her face, it. and yeah, it it was looking like he might get violent. The beach police showed up and took him down, and he suddenly got real friendly after his he was tackled. But while he was his, tackled, his face shoved in the sand and his <laughs> and handcuffed. Two police take him down, and then the girl that he'd been fighting with she jumps on the back of the police officer, and he's trying to pull him off with of her him. on his back. It was wonderful. Was, we Boy, had, Harry and Megan have really fallen oh, yeah. on hard times since they left England. <laughs> yeah. Our That's group may have gotten video from a few angles yeah. of this whole thing. 
So then after that all went down, we're all like flummoxed as to what did we just see? (laughs) Then the shot coach, she called herself, comes around. She's got a whistle and is instead of pouring a shot, she just pours a shot into your mouth. And Look, let's all she, forget that violence here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After she Nothing pours the liquor here. into your mouth, she shakes your head all around to get you disoriented <laughs> yeah. and then jiggles both of your breasts, whether yes. you're a male or female. Mm-hmm. It's the ideal activity to partake in during the middle of a global pandemic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I watched because she did the other side of the table first and the They changed the, the little pore spout. The little pore spout, yeah, it was not touching anyone's mouth and no no germs were shared, I promise. Yeah. It was so fun. And we were all one group. They were not going from table yeah, to table. Exactly. Like but it was some of the silliest fun I have ever had. And uh Apparently, there's a beach there and some other wonderful yeah. things you can see on East Lumi Harris. But all we saw was that one beach bar. And the, the fun people. I mean, I saw more outfits made of mesh than I have in my entire mesh, life. Yeah, like men wearing panties of mesh and gold chains. And yeah. just some of the best people watching I've yep. ever enjoyed. You can also choose a catamaran that doesn't dump you off there if that's not your thing. But if you like the crazy people watching, I highly recommend it. I have a sunset sale that you can do that's uh, also wonderful. It does, you don't even have to go, go watch anyone get arrested. Yeah. And our, our guide point. on our, our catamaran was great and really knew a lot about uh, the local, uh, the reefs and, and the uh, sea creatures you can see. He, he had me all excited for coming back in the summer to do swimming with the whale sharks. Hundreds of them, I guess, uh, end up in that area in the summer for their, their annual mating season. And they're, these are just enormous, enormous sharks that are like the size of boats, but they are, uh, they're, they have no teeth. They have no teeth. Yeah. They eat krill. So it's you can go swim shark, with them. Really. Yeah. And they said that. You can that go they, boop them on the nose and they yeah. can't even bite you. He said I don't that think we'll very, need a bigger boat. He yeah. said they're very, very friendly and they're very docile. And well, yeah, they're in the they're in mating mode. <laughs> well, that too, yeah. <laughs> the water gets incredibly viscous that time Ew, of year. <laughs> gross. Well, now you've ruined it for me, Dan. I really wanted to go snorkeling with the whale sharks. <laughs> <laughs> With the horny mate male sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go if you go by the urban dictionary definition of snorkeling, then. No, <laughs> no. That is not what I meant. Y'all are the worst. <laughs> well, there's plenty to do in Cancun. Yes, we had, we had uh, a group of our, our folks went to Tulum to see the ruins and they, yep. they had a great day. The ruins there are just gorgeous, beautiful spots perched on the side of a cliff and the hottest place on the planet i think mm-hmm. we <laughs> had sun, 65 sun of our travel planners down there that all fanned out and each each uh, group got to see six or eight different of the resorts and uh, including the one we were staying at so everybody got a good feel for all the different offerings down there in that area so everybody's ready yeah, to it help like y'all got got white glove treatment everywhere you went uh, yes oh, definitely yeah. Yeah, they, they were real nice to you guys yes they were and the I mean, I can't say enough good things about the Mexican Caribbean. The people are some of the friendliest people I've met in the world. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the most hardworking people, the service that you get in every single resort, every, you know, across different resort brands that we've visited, the service is always just yeah. incredible. 
And if you ask someone where something is, it's like how Disney used to be. They will just go, oh, we'll take you there. They don't yes. point and say it's down that way. They just go, you know, I'll take you to whatever restaurant or wherever it is. They just mm-hmm. take you. Even any of these are all inclusive and in in Mexico, it's tipping is optional. You know, you're not required to tip and it doesn't it doesn't affect their level of service at all. I will uh, share an insider tip, though. If you tip your bartender, even, you know, just a few bucks, the, the yeah. service you get is somehow even better. Tip them right when you walk in so yeah. they know you mean business. Then you get great service. And so many people just tip nothing. It's so crazy when yeah, they're thrilled kind of with a couple me. of bucks here and there. And you haven't paid for the liquor, so why not give them a few bucks? But yeah. We saw so much of people not tipping at all. It's some of it, I think, is folks who are used to going to Sandals where it's not Sandals and Beaches resorts where it isn't allowed. Um, but these resorts, all of them do still take great care of their staff. And um, they're just really, really friendly people. Mm-hmm. And fun. We've, yeah. We always run into a lot of really love fun Mexico. bartenders and activity directors and things. Yeah. And in a, in a couple of months, we're going to be going back to a place we visited um, to, to check out some of their new offerings, like the floating taco bar that's, that's right. in the pool. That sounds messy. <laughs> Maybe, but who cares? Sounds great. I'm, yeah. I always get messy when I eat tacos. I just well, yeah, don't put no, my head under the water. The yeah. 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 But there's a problem. Because I know what my shirt looks like when I eat tacos. And now all of that is going to be in you the water. You just swim to another part of the pool where your you know taco what? debris they, isn't I'm floating. I'm sure they now. will have the pool boy there just with the net. He's just right under you. Get under your face. All right. I'm sold. Yeah. Right. I can't get enough of Mexico and everyone listening should go to there. Yeah. And actually, uh, vacations in Mexico are really affordable as well. You can get some really great luxury for a fraction of what you would pay on a cruise or a place like that in the United States. And let's just dispel the myth right here and right now. All-inclusive is not an American thing. You can't find that in the United States. You're only going to find it in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, and then Caribbean. some of the Caribbean. Yeah. So if you've heard of a great all-inclusive experience, we're going to need to get you a passport and get you on a plane down there. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it. It really is. This summer, this fall, it's, it's time to explore the Mexican Caribbean. We'll have to talk about Mexico again uh, once you guys have had the floating taco bar. Yes, uh, absolutely. The floating taco bar also, that resort also has a gentleman with a backpack full of margaritas. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does he work for them or he just yes, happens he to be around? Also, like, are they in cups or is he just open his backpack and no, it's sloshing he, around? He's got a, <laughs> a sleeve of cups on one yep. side and a, it's like a it's like the it's thing like, that, like they're fertilizing the lawn with. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks. Did he pump so it up and squirt it into your face? Mm-hmm. That could be. Yeah, fun. It is like a they, lawn fertilizer. They thing. also have like the wheel of fortune type of a type wheel that you spin and it lands on a drink, and that's the drink you get. Yep, that's at Margaritaville Island mm-hmm. Reserve. Unfortunately, one of the, the options it could land on is water. That's probably a good thing. Though. Yeah, every now I mean, and then you need it to yeah, land sure. on water. Yeah, <laughs> let's remember that. Yeah, that's fair. Well, well, if Jeff has his way for 2021, I think we're, it sounds like we're going to end up having uh, the South of the Border series be a regular, absolutely, a, a recurring <laughs> episode on the show. 
thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to lounge poolside at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico yeah. or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a swim-up taco bar full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Bye, Bye everybody. No vias a flows. <laughs> ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.